Welcome to The Confidence Project. My name is Liam and I have made it my mission to skyrocket your confidence across body, mind and everything in between. I want this podcast to inspire you so that you have the self-belief and motivation to become the best version of yourself. Thank you so much for listening and embarking on what's going to be an incredible journey for the both of us. Let's take you from where you are now to where you want to be. So, team, thank you all so much for joining me, for giving up your Wednesday night. It is appreciated. I know it's quarter past eight. We've just started the year, but so far, so good, I would say, from my end. People seem to be smashing it, seem to be doing the do, and we seem to be getting our heads straight and aligned, ready for a big year, which is amazing to see. So the first thing I want to ask you straight off the bat, and again, this is where you would use the chat box potentially, is what are your goals for 2024? If you want to make 2024 your year, then what are your goals? Just off the top of your head, does anything come to mind? Is it an event? Is it you doing something work-wise, something in your career, something? It could be anything. Um, obviously, if you feel comfortable to share, then that would be absolutely amazing. Um, so some of mine just help sort of push a few things, and you'll see where this goes. But some of my goals would be, Obviously, like we want to move house, so we've bought a house. We want to obviously move into it successfully. I want to, you know, complete some more events, tough mudders, um, high rocks, things like that. I want to be able to run faster, lift a little bit heavier. So it can be gym or not gym related, really. So Neil, what have we got here, buddy? Improve on 2023, which was pretty awesome. Certainly was. You've got a lot to your CV, and that's something to be super proud of. Absolutely. Is there anything that's actually not gym related? Is also the thing to think about. So often, especially in this realm, we can think about things being you know, quite, you know, gym oriented, but actually think bigger picture. What's another layer of the onion? Does anything stick out to you? And if you can't help think of something, um, then that's what we're here to do tonight. So that's what we can work on, but we'll just see if anyone else pops anything in the chat. Becky, keep consistent and more dedicated to my own self, something that people don't do often enough. It just doesn't happen. People don't actually focus on themselves, especially as, as a parent or if you are working in a job that, involves a lot of firefighting maybe you're always looking after someone else but when do you actually look after yourself and it's super important to remember that actually without you like you you can't look after the things you want to do if you want to be a great parent but you are at the bottom of the pile then how on earth can you have the energy to play with your kids for instance and that is one example of many charlotte get stronger and feel better about myself that'd be absolutely amazing and obviously this is all very new for you charlotte in fact you haven't even had your first pt yet um but we're buzzing to see where this goes and see where it takes you so how we're going to end up splitting this, guys, is actually, like I say, just getting a little bit deeper with every sort of question that comes with it. So there's two categories I would split this goal setting into, and it's body and mind. So with that, I'll come to that in a second. <laughs> but with that said, you've got to think about all things body. And I would put that in the physical realm, if you will. Um, we would look at, you know, what you would sort of maybe want from the gym, from your exercise. And on the flip side of that, your mind would be obviously things that it's the feel-good factor. It's this idea of um, doing a little bit more up here. So if we had to um, divert our attention from the first question, in terms of body, do you have any goals? And this this may overlap tonight, of course. I know we've sort of, Charlotte, you said getting stronger and things, but actually, if we had to say, in terms of body, do you have any goals? And you obviously only share what you want to share in this chat box. It might be a certain weight goal. It might want to drop something. It might be want to um, 
uh, lift a certain weight. It could be anything, but along those lines, just for you to get a little bit more specific, is there anything that you want to um, achieve in terms of body? And of course, fate, we can help you um, work out Zoom as well as everything you've said there, which isn't impossible. I know Neil's our technical wizard at times and he'll, uh, he'll look after all things Instagram. <laughs> Watch out for that. Um, but in terms of body, is there anything really specific? You know, so get quite deep. You know, is it, you know, if you're running, is it to run in a certain time? Is it to um, lift a certain weight? Is it to fit in a certain size clothing? You know, just like, you know, put your thinking caps on, if you will. And think, like, well, in terms of body, what is it I really want? And then you don't worry about the rest. Um, love that one, Charlotte. Straight off the bat, to not judge my progress based on scales. Um, scales can be, they can be an asset to certain things, but in the grand scheme of things, it's, it's just a number and it doesn't reflect you. And one question that I would always frame to people, especially when they come in, is if we were to turn you into the happiest, healthiest, strongest, fittest version of you, someone who feels their best self, but the scales didn't actually change, would you take it as a result? And I would like to think that most people would, absolutely. And therefore, the scales are almost irrelevant. They're a nice judge of progress at times, especially if we're looking at initial weight loss. But Honestly, there's so many other progress metrics we can be looking at, and that's, again, what we will come to, as especially we go into our journey, Charlotte, here. But the scales, take them or leave them. They're not the end of the world. Um, Becky, to get that 130 deadlift, um, and obviously to be able to run without dying that little bit, which we can do, and there's a lot of runners, actually, we've got um, waiting in the wings at this moment in time. So watch this space in 2020. I'm going to say four, five, this time next year when you're all running half marathons, etc. Watch this space, it'll happen. Um, but look, you know, setting our sights on bigger lifts, better runs is absolutely amazing. So on the flip side of that, what about up here? Now, I think this goes a little bit beyond surface level, but is there any goals where you are thinking about your mindset? Is there something that's lacking? Is it a certain doubt about yourself? Is it something that you are struggling with? internally is it how you um, perceive yourself is it actually your self-confidence with anything like is there a goal this year about all things mind and again i'll just give you two seconds just obviously think about that in the chat box um if there's anything and you might not be able to think of anything and that's absolutely fine some of these questions i think you might have an answer straight away and some of the times you, you might be thinking well i don't have a clue and if you don't know just say and that's absolutely fine um, like I'll tell you what, it's a bit of a New Year's resolution, really. But I, I feel like at times I've got the patient of a saint. I, I, something I really worked on. Put me in the car, my head goes traffic, can't stand it. And one of my New Year's resolutions is, is to actually get a little bit better with like having a short fuse in the car. So I know that's obviously quite like a specific example to me. But you know, I am I am that type of guy where my head just falls off in the car. But other than that, I'm absolutely fine. But I'm just, oh, for God's sake, traffic. Can't sit in this, can't do that. So that's one of mine. That's my own, obviously, self-belief and things. But more to the point and more for you guys, it's it's what can you do to almost flick that switch in here? I'm going to come to this in a second. But uh, obviously for Neil, choosing weights in the gym. Fate, yeah, started a new job. Struggle with imposter syndrome. I think that's such a big thing. And I really, really appreciate that share. Um, and that obviously happens with fitness too. Never be a runner because I can't do so. And so if I do a run, will it be imposter syndrome? No, because I've emailed you, you plan today for, and you're going to absolutely smash it. Of course you are. And Becky, to be able to see more positives within the day. Now, all those, like I said, I think they're absolutely brilliant. I think you can be really proud of yourselves just for sharing them. Now, the one that sticks out to me is obviously this idea of imposter syndrome. And especially in a realm like this, like this isn't just a PT or online coaching setup. You know, you are in a room full of other, full of other people, easy for me to say, 
And you will have all felt like this at some point. When you, you might see on my Instagram, someone doing a big lift. You might see someone in a group class doing um, an exercise that maybe you struggle with. It could be anything, but you've always got to remember, like, you are you. And, you know, if you stay in your own lane, then there's no traffic, really. And I always like that sort of saying, because if you put yourself in a position where you get bogged down by everything, whether that's at work, whether that's in here, whether that's in the gym, then you're always, you're, you're almost on a revolving door. And you need to have the ability to step out of that. And actually, remember, you are you, and we need you just exactly as you are today. You know, the only thing that you need is what you have. And, you know, whether that is, you know, in your eyes, an imperfection, that's just the thing that makes you perfect. And you've really got to drill into that. And it's a really hard thing to get your head around. Of course it is. But put yourself in that position where you back yourself and you tell yourself that you can do it. And sorry to put you on the spot, Becky, but I know at times when you've gone in the gym, I know you've been here a while, which is why I can use you, but I know you've gone into the gym and we almost, and I think it was you actually came up with this or you'd heard it somewhere and it's always stuck with me. It's like, you pay your membership. You're, you're just, you're, you're as much as part of the furniture as everyone else really. Like there's no need for you to stand in that gym and worry about what anyone else thinks. And, you know, do a backflip, but no one bats an eyelid. Like might get a bit of applause, but that, that's it. No one cares what you are up to. And the same applies everywhere else. And here, we're only here to back each other and go a little bit further together. So you may have a goal across body. You may have a goal across mind. They may overlap. You may have lots for one and not for the other. And it doesn't really matter, really, because we're going to get to a bit of a, um, an end goal at some point. And it's actually very cliche, but it's, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey, isn't it? So whether you've got one for mind, whether you've got one for body, I want you to come up with this equation now. Body and mind equals confidence, and that is why we are here. So if we can apply ourselves across our goals, across body and mind, then we are looking at the best you. And whether that's just one goal or 20 goals or whatever, whether that's over across a week, a month, that's how your confidence will start to increase. So the big things that you guys have said here about imposter syndrome, choosing the weights in the gym, lifting heavier, can I run, can I run? The only way of finding out is, you have to excuse my French here, but I absolutely love this saying, it's, it's fuck about and find out. It's being a position where, go try it, see what happens. If you go for that run fair and you absolutely hate it, well, you wouldn't have known if you didn't do it. Actually, you might be someone who goes and runs that marathon at the end of the year because you absolutely love it. You never know. Becky, you might do that 130 deadlift and be like, well, that were easy. Why not 150? And you set your sights that little bit higher and all these doubts that have gone into your head going into this will quickly alleviate it. And there will always be those doubts. They, they won't go away. But that voice inside your head, it's actually learning to talk to it and be in that position where you can, like I said, you back yourself. And if someone or something says, no, you can't do this, you absolutely can. So think about the year. Think about body and mind. Now, what we really need to think about is <clears throat> confidence itself, I guess, in, in a nutshell. Now, when we think confidence... What are some of the words or traits that come to mind? If you think of somebody who is confident and has sort of got their, their shit together, really, like what comes to mind? How do they act? Is that someone who is strong? Is that someone who is extroverted? Is that someone who you're just thinking in a fitness capacity? Are you thinking of someone who is, you know, out loud, gobby maybe? There? It could be anyone. But actually, what, what does that sort of connotation to confidence come with? Like, does it mean anything to you? Is it a good thing? Is it a, is it not a bad thing, but almost like a, you know, a bit OTT. So Gobby, extrovert, like, the, you know, these are all things outgoing, loud, you know, definitely. 
But the thing I really want you to think about is what does your most confident self look like? So think about the words that you've maybe thought of or put in the chat box. But actually, what does a confident Charlotte look like? What does a confident Neil look like? And just take 30 seconds just to think about it. Like if you have to think about yourself as, let's use a number scale. 10 out of 10 is your most confident self. You're capable of anything. You, you can do it without worrying. And at the moment, you might be a four on that scale. I don't know, wherever you're going to be. What does the 10 out of 10 version of you look like? What does the most confident you look like? Just have a think about it. And if you come up with anything, let me know. Mudderhorn, Neil, absolutely. And, and obviously, some of you guys might be thinking, what on earth are you on about? I'll tell you what we're on about. So, Neil, I'm sure you won't mind me sharing that you've got a fear of heights. You know, it's quite a common thing. Um, and obviously, come Tough Mudder, we have an obstacle called Mudderhorn, which I think is about 30 foot of like a cargo net that you go up and down. And you have done it not once, but twice, Neil. And you've got up it and down and you've survived and you've proved to yourself that you can do mother horn so at some point on that journey going up and down over the cargo net confidence will have been there and every time you go into each mother horn there is going to be a degree of confidence so for neil doing a you know the 10 out of 10 the, the best self that looks like him crushing mother horn but for anyone else is there anything that comes to mind and there's no right or wrong like for me it's actually quite ironic i'm doing this but like i've got a thing about um public speaking that's not planned so obviously i've come into this and think i roughly know what i've said but if you think back to the christmas do um i appreciate obviously some of you guys were there some weren't and i'd sort of say a few words oh my god i like panicking i thought what what do i say how's it gonna go literally for a good hour before that night i was thinking this is it now your whole reputation all business everyone's gonna leave because you can't say a few words Obviously, not the case. You're still here, thank God. But you have these doubts inside your head. So, like, I would say, like, my confidence have grown through obviously doing this, but there's still, you know, that I'm maybe an eight, a nine, but there's still things that I need to work on. Am I aware of that? So, actually, is there anything else that you guys need to work on? Does anything stick out to you? Is it going into the mainstream gym, you know, doing an exercise without somebody watching you? Is it, you know, having having difficult conversations is another example. Actually, you sort of beat me to it there, Charlotte. You know, so often we're going to think about, well, what's so-and-so thinking about me? Again, this idea of imposter syndrome. And it's just almost having this um, capacity to be like, well, no one really cares. And if in, you know what, half the time if they're looking at you in a negative light, it's jealousy. Absolutely. And like if you're smashing, let's say in the gym, you're doing a big squat, but it's quite a nervy thing for you. Um, you might drop away, it might not go to plan, but actually, like, they might see that as a, as a fail, as a bad thing. But actually, you've got to see it as yourself. You've put yourself out of your comfort zone. You've thrown yourself in the deep end. And as a result, you are being your best self because you, you're on that, like I said, that journey. It's not about that destination. And and people are quick to judge. People are quick to think about what are they doing. But actually, you, you counter that with, well, it doesn't matter what they think. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks about me. So, you know, if I'm doing this, I'm doing that because I want to do it. It's because I can do it. And I know that's going to be the stepping stone to being my best self. So you always think about playing the long game. You always think about playing, actually, what are my goals for 2024? Okay, if my goals are to, like I said, let's just say to have total confidence in the gym, then on that journey, you are going to have to fail that squat. You're going to have to record yourself in the gym and send it to me. And someone's going to look at you and be like, why are you recording yourself? And no one cares because... It's part of the process and, and, you know, it's this idea of, like I said, fucking about and finding out. It's about this idea of we're not just 
going through the motions and then sticking on what we know and sticking in, you know, to a certain part of the gym. We're not just sticking to running on a treadmill rather than running outside. We're not just sticking to uh, keeping quiet at work. I don't know, whatever, whatever, what is going on in your life, it doesn't matter because eventually we grow and progress from that. Um, Faye, I do part run and come last. Everyone will laugh. You know, no one really gives a shit across the door. The door, and, and I, I want you to do it and to prove yourself right that no one cares. And like, we, we took a client around it um, January like this year, sometime, and like we, we pretty much came last. We did, um, and Becky and Neil, you'll remember when we did the the Yorkshire Wildlife Park 10K. We pretty much came last. Like, someone's got to come last. You get the same medal. You get the same, you know. Uh, merits if you will it, who cares it doesn't matter but actually if you didn't know that you were to come last then how can you improve so there's far more to it than just a park run there is you push like you've got the ability to push yourself out of your comfort zone therefore if something arises at work what was initially imposter syndrome you might be thinking well well I've done that park run and I, I absolutely shit myself so why can't I just speak to my boss and say da 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 you know it, this opens the gateway for you to get off and out of that revolving door and into that position where you're like, you know what? Because I've done one thing, I can do many things. And you go from good to great to your best, but you've got to start somewhere and you've got to get things wrong. You have got to go one step back in order to go two steps forward and vice versa. Um, and again, Neil, we find, uh, I'm sorry, Becky, we, we find the wins. We're good value for money. We know when we ran around Yorkshire Wildlife Park, we saw more animals. So we're winning really, aren't we? Of course, we and we've got loads of events coming up as well, guys. So, That'll be good fun that we will absolutely smash. So obviously thinking back to your goals and what you've initially said and thinking about where do we want to be in 12 months' time, how I would encourage you to split this, and this is where you may need a pen and paper, or just use the chat box, to be honest with you, whatever is going well for you. I want you to come up with four categories. Now I'm going to do two for you. Okay, and, and this does align with actually what we do in our program. So you can use them or you can come up with something new. It doesn't matter, okay? But your categories are going to be, one of them is going to be body, one's going to be mind, and the other two are blank, okay? And your other two are blank because that is on you. Obviously, we've taken care of the surface level stuff, the the body, the mind, and you've got a goal for that, okay? But actually, what else do you want to score yourself on? What really matters to you? So for you, um, Becky, let's just use you as an example, with your deadlift, you might be you might specifically write deadlifts. Um, for fair, you might write park run. You might write imposter syndrome. You might just be quite broad and write work. You know, something I personally would be writing. Um, I might go along the lines of actually. Um, I'm not sure how to word it. I'm going to almost say intensity. I can be quite lack in here and train at like 70, 80% because I know no one's watching really. And I don't mind holding my hands up and saying most of my training sessions are pretty decent, but there are times where. I need to learn to put myself in a hole because I've, I've got these events coming up. So I might write the word intensity. A lot of people this time of year, they might write accountability, consistency, something like that. Anyway, whatever your title is going to be, it's going to be. And just, you know, there's no rush to think of it. And then what I want you to do, if you almost imagine like a little chart, if you will, you've got your body, mind, and whatever two you want below that. And alongside that, just above it, you're going to write quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, and quarter four, not that you can really see this, but if I show you my post-it note and anyone listening to the podcast, you definitely can't see it. But I've got body and mind written down here, and it's quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four, something like that. Now, 
we're going to spend a little bit of time, and I, I will waffle on while you do this. Uh, Neil's even stood up for the occasion. Um, and what we're going to do is you're going to come up with a goal for each quarter that you're going to commit to right now. And because obviously, you know, it's in, it's in writing or, or it's on the chat box, but like I said, we've got this podcast to refer back to if needed. And obviously, I'd encourage really any shares if we can. Can you come up with a rough goal for quarter one to start off with? So by the end of March, can you have achieved X, whatever that's going to be? So again, to do with a park run, for instance, for somebody, to go into the gym three times and pick a weight I wouldn't normally do. Whatever it wants to be. And like I said, I'm going to give you a minute just to think about it and just think about actually what's a realistic goal for me across those things. And there's no right or wrong. It really doesn't matter what that goal is. It, it can be absolutely anything specific to you. It can be to do with your children. It can be to do with work. It can be to do with whatever you're on. Obviously, you've already got um, a couple of goals written down across body and mind and things. So, you know, be in a position where you can scroll back up through the chat box if you want or think about it. And once you've come up with your goals for quarter one, um, I'd first like to know, obviously, what categories have you chosen um, but then put yourself in that position where you share those goals and, you know, so it's for there, there for us to see if you felt comfortable to do so. And if you don't, then obviously just write done or something and we know you've done it. Um, but, you know, make it realistic as well. You know, don't write, fair, don't write run a marathon, for instance. We, we know that park runs a good start. Run a marathon might be a bit of a stretch, maybe in quarter two, who knows? But we'll just, you know, take it one step at a time, one decision at a time. And that's also something I'm really drilling into yourself, like, especially when we're goal setting, it's very easy to then get fixated on, right, by 2025, I will do this. Just think about the next day, the next week, like every time you have a meal, where's the nutrition? Like every time you do a workout, where's the progress? Just break it down. Like I said, think journey, not destination. But in this case, think about actually a little bit longer. And by the end of quarter one, what would be a nice goal for you? And like I say, if you've come up with it, give us a shout. That'd be absolutely amazing. Um, like for some of mine, for instance, I would love to, obviously, it's only back into January. Neil, you might be the same. We're both competing in the High Rocks competition at the back end of January. So obviously it's to complete that and, and to do so without dying or collapsing at some point, which should hopefully be a good plan. Um, across my mindset, like I say, it's actually learning to um, lengthen a short fuse I may have um, at times and actually being trying to be more... Um, Forgiving in the car, for instance. I don't, I don't know. You know, there could, there could be anything. Um, but whatever sticks out to you, and there's no rush, um, and take your time with it. But like I say, we're almost going to create our own um, roadmap, really. And you'll see where this is going, because if you've got there, then you might think, right, well, quarter two, quarter three, and quarter four is blank. And it's how do we then expand on that goal? So if we've said, Becky, by quarter one, we're going to deadlift 125, but quarter two, 130, we see where it's going. We're not going to jump straight to 150 because that could be our yearly goal. So you can you can set more than one as well. You know, if you're coming up with a few for body, then just pick four for body. It doesn't really matter. But has anyone got any that they can share yet? Or is anyone actually struggling with this on the flip side of that and thinking, I don't even know what to choose? Um, I would fill in just quarter one, share quarter one. And then if you can beat me to the punchline, Charlotte, then go for it by all means. We won't stop you. You know, if you, if you sort of, like I said, you, it will start to snowball. If you are setting your sights on, let's say it's a weight loss goal of six pounds down throughout three months or whatever, then you're right. Okay. Can we do a stone by 
quarter two, I don't know, whatever it's going to look like for you. Um, but just see how you feel with it. And like I say, we will um, we'll share any we can share. And if obviously we don't want to share, we won't share really. But I guess this is your big work block phase of this this episode, this call. Um, but it's nice actually for you to A B here. Like I say, I always see each other's face, but just put pen to paper. Like this is you making time for yourself. You could just be sat in front of the telly, but you sat there with pen and paper, you sat there in the chat box, you sat there with others who are on a similar mission. Like you've given up your Wednesday night, not for me, not for us, but for you. And it's incredible to see really. So use this to your advantage as best as you can. So Becky, I'm going to share yours if that's okay. Um, cross body, consistent weight loss, mind, um, improved self-image and positivity. Huge. Your discipline, which is, I think, is a really good one because I think that is a nice umbrella term for accountability and, like I said, consistency and things like that. Obviously, two gym sessions with progressive overload. That is the word. Um, absolutely. I think that's huge. And then a good work-life balance, only work my actual hours and be more productive. So there are some prime examples across body, mind, discipline, and a good work-life balance, which I think is absolutely huge. Um, Charlotte, the floor is yours, by all means. Just because I keep sending messages and then it's sending them directly to people rather than to everybody, and it's because I'm using it on my phone, so it's easier for me just to talk. That's all right. We're um, all just technology. <laughs> uh, for body, I put um, lose inches as in because i'm i'm going to try and not weigh myself um because i've got a really bad habit of weighing myself every day and i base the day ahead based on what the scales have said that morning so whether i have a good day or a bad day depends on whether i've lost half a pound or put half a pound on since the day before um so i'm gonna move my scales out of my bathroom and get my partner to hide them from me so I can't wear myself. I will wear myself after like three months because it'll be interesting to see, but I'm just not going to um, focus on it too much. So that's mind as well about not weighing myself because that it's a mental thing for me is the weighing myself. Um, I'll, then my third one is to push myself a little bit because I give up pretty easy, especially when I'm in the gym on my own and there's no one saying to me, come on, carry on. I just think, oh, I'll give up because I'm tired now rather than just pushing myself a little bit. And then the fourth one, which I never thought I'd put, is to try and run a little bit more um, because I actually enjoyed that little run I did at the weekend. I'm not going to ever run a marathon or a half marathon or do a Tough Mudder, but I've set a little goal and made of if I can do it, if I can run 5k without dying, then that that'll be enough running for my lifetime. I absolutely love all of that. Um, and and I like how it all links. And I, I, I think, the, I think the thing that stands out to me straight from the off is obviously this idea of scales and your relationship with the scales. And actually like you have got to remind yourself, it's just a number, but like quite simply, the number on the scales, have you been to the toilet that morning? Have you, you know, for women, is it that time of the month? Is it? There's so many metrics that will make that weight fluctuate, which is why you will get stuck on that revolving door. Focus on inches, actually how you feel, um, how your clothes are looking. Are you getting any comments from anyone? You know, someone you're saying, no, oh, Charlotte, you're looking well. Like there's a lot of things that can be done and measured for progress that aren't the scales. So you're right, do it monthly, do it, every two, three months, every quarter, but we don't get bogged down on it. You know, I, I myself have done it. I always wanted to actually sort of put weight on. I always sort of looked at these you know, big, strong guys and, oh, I've got to be heavier. I'm actually like in far better shape, lighter than what I thought I would be. And it just proves that the scales don't matter. What matters is your own perception of that. Now, 
Um, I guess the other thing is you're running, which I think is absolutely huge. Um, so many people, um, full disclaimer, have come in and said, you will never get me running ever. The same people have signed up to a half marathon this year. So I'm not saying it will or won't happen, but I'm just putting it out there. We'll see We'll see where it goes. Um, and obviously, you know, it, it's still very early days. It's this idea of just try it, see what happens. You know, I hated running for years, played football all my life. Never left the sort of my little centre circle that I stayed in, just kick the ball, don't run, I'm not running, I don't like running. And then when I did some challenges back in March 2022, just it just clicked. I was just like, you know what, this isn't too bad and I feel a bit better for it. And it was more of a headspace thing for me. So you may extract positives from it, you may not, but we will soon see. Um, forgive me, what were your third one, Charlotte? Because I've gone a right waffle around the houses there, haven't I? Uh, it was to push myself. Um, like not not give up when I'm there on my own or when I start pulling a really funny face because I'm lifting something heavy and I think people are going to be looking at me thinking what is she doing so then that's when I stop when my face starts to change you've got it you've absolutely got it and the thing that I would use to score this is what we call your perceived rate of exertion so your, your PRE really and on a scale of one to ten how much are you struggling? So 10 out of 10, it's the funny face, it's the red face, it's the spluttering, it's the, I can't do it, I'm about to drop it. Obviously, you know, in terms of running, that might be like a sprint, something where you basically you don't leave anything on the table. It's a one rep max. Um, on the flip side of that, one, dead easy. Now, if you're not at like an eight on a working set, then I would just up your weight. So it's actually having just that confidence in yourself to just go heavier and like I said, shut everyone out, put your music on, who cares? Like you did a really brave thing the other day of just like recording yourself and sending it over. Like that takes a lot of balls, but you did it. And it's like, right, well, I know exactly where we're standing now. And, you know, you're not hiding or shying away from anything. So I think that's absolutely huge and something to be really proud of yourself for. So obviously <clears throat> if anyone else wants to share their quarter one goals, by all means, I'm all ears or if you can type it out, do so. But if you've done quarter one, then what we will do is we'll do quarter two together. And then if you want to fill in the rest, you can do. I'm not going to sit here and, and sort of, you know, go through each quarter one by one sort of thing. But if you do want to start filling that out, then you get where that is. But just going back to quarter one, is there anyone else that potentially wants to share? For one of mine, I put for my third one, confidence slash work. So I put as Q1, improve productivity but I don't know how I'm going to do that. So it's not very measurable. Like, how do I, how do I know that I have or how do I get to do that? Well, you, you, I write you've, beaten, you've beaten me to it there because my next task, if you will, is again to focus on quarter one. Is actually, it's all right talking the talk, but to walk the walk, what do we actually have to do? So the thing I would yeah. think about is whatever you've said there, so obviously like Becky, consistent weight loss, things like that. For Charlotte, obviously, to go smash the gym, maybe running and stuff like that. Like, what do you need to do to get there? Neil, same for you. But, Faye, obviously, in terms of your productivity, I guess the first question I would ask you is, what's made you write that? Um, I think because I've got a new job. And my, in my job now, I'm like a manager. So, you know that old saying that, like, managers don't do anything? That's me, and I don't know what I'm doing because I don't do anything. I just look after the people who are doing the things. <laughs> and this is like a therapy session now. I don't know why I'm telling you this. Maybe I should tell my boss this instead of telling you this. No, we're all so, 
yeah, so I'm not doing anything, but I don't know how to do anything. Because I don't have all to do. But I guess my, my my thing there would be you, you're obviously where you are for a reason. There's there's not a chance that you are sat at home or in the office twiddling your thumbs for eight hours. And if, if you are, then you've, you've made it. You're absolutely robbing a living there. You're doing well. Maybe my one goal should be that I set up some time with my boss to get some goals at work or something. And that's the way that I get more productive by doing that and I could have thought of that before speaking about it on here probably but I just haven't but it's good so this be, is a... you, you, you may not have come to that conclusion if you didn't speak yeah. about it like you've thought out loud you've got it and it's there for you and, and like you know how I'd always describe anything like this almost this idea of therapy is like if, if, if anyone's seen Harry Potter then you'll know and if you if you haven't seen it then you'll, you'll think what you're on about but if you've seen Dumbledore with the pensive and he's sort of got all his thoughts and he's sort of like doing that and it's like You've got to get it out there for the world to see. And if you don't, then it just stays bottled up and nothing ever happens. And it comes down to this argument that nothing does nothing, but something does something. So if you think about what you want to do and you just speak it out loud, then great, we've done it. So you've done and yeah. you've said just that fit. Think about actually, A, am I enjoying work? What needs to happen? But B, actually, in order for me to get more out of it and more productive and to almost have that um fulfilled work-life balance or whatever it wants to be then how do you get more out of it do you like do you feel comfortable sitting at work and having that feeling of not being productive and not doing what you want to do or can you actually say to your manager is there any more i can do is um how yeah. can i actually get more out of it you know it might even come with a pay rise who knows but you know you are where you are because of what you've done and obviously to be in that managerial position you've done incredibly well but the sky's the limit and what if you do more and actually and if you have that conversation with your manager, then what will that do for quarter two and the goals in there? Because it's like, right, well, I, I'm going to do another run now because I've said that to my manager, I'm going to do that. And, and, you know, you see where it's going. It all stems from that one thing. So for you, um, you know, we've all heard it, you've said it, it's this idea of be productive and to do that, yeah. go do it, go speak to that manager or whoever, you know, whoever it needs to be. So I think that's a really, really good share is that. And I think that's fab. So... We've come up with, obviously, our three to four categories, whatever it's going to be, our quarter one. And like I say, you fill, fill in the blanks by all means on the back of this. If, if you want to, that's great. If you don't, it's not the end of the world, but hopefully it's got your mind whirring. But the thing I really want you to think about now is fast forward to December 31st, 2024. And have you got that end goal in mind? And do your quarterly goals line up to it? So let's just use the deadlift, for example, Becky. You may have 150 written by the end of 2024. Does quarter one read 120, 130 in quarter two, 140 in quarter three? Before you know it, you've done it. And then from there, what have you done to implement that? So like you've said here, um, I've seen it somewhere, for your discipline to progressively overload. You've said you need to progressively overload across quarter one. So your focus is, right, with my training plan that I've been assigned, can I focus on doing it and next week doing that a little bit more and that little bit more? And that grows and that's then translated to outside of the gym and that's then translated to if you can just do one thing, you can do the next thing that little bit better and better and better and better and so on and so forth. And you get there and before you know it, you smashed not only a quarter, not only a month, not only a week, not only a day, but your entire year because you've planned it all out and it's just there for you. So like I said, we play the long game. We think about where we want to be, what needs to happen. 
you know, we can't just go from A to B. We have got to take that journey. We've got to fail these things. We've got to have these conversations. We've got to set boundaries. We've got to try new things. We've got to do tough mudders. We've got to do high rocks. We've got to discover that we're scared of heights and we can't do this. We've got to discover that we're going to feel a bit uncomfortable in that gym. But then we look at how do we implement things like around it. So there's always going to be these barriers that occur on this journey. And it's then, well, actually, you're in the best possible place to counter that. So, Charlotte, if we're in that main gym and we're struggling, then you and I are going to go to the gym together and we're going to go smash it and we're going to prove that there's nothing to worry about. I went with Neil. When did we go, Neil? A few, well, it would have been a few months ago, both bench pressing next to each other. Someone didn't put the clips on the weights and it went flying in front of everyone. And you've done that before, Neil, and I've done that. And we've both dropped weights in that gym before. And we've done it and we've seen people fail here before, but that's where the growth is. So as difficult as it is, as hairy as it might be, embrace it. It's part of the process. It's part of the journey. You win or you learn. And that's always going to be the thing that gets you from A to B in the end. So it's this idea of what can we take from it and how do we grow? Now, obviously, I have waffled on quite a little bit there. But the last question I have for you, and I wanted this wrapped up by 9 o'clock, so we haven't done bad, to be fair, but... What has been your biggest takeaway from this call? What's been the thing that you've actually come away from this and thought, you know what, I'm glad I've came here because I've now learned this about myself or I now know that I want to do this. Or actually, it's just nice to meet someone, albeit virtually. If you are obviously newer, you know, there's a few ways around it. But actually, what have you really taken away from this is a thing I would love to know. And again, just throw that in the chat box and that would be greatly appreciated. Can I just talk again? Go on, Charlotte. You've got it. You're on a roll. <laughs> it's just easier. Um, I think for me, it's writing down, actually writing down on paper what what my goals are going to be because I can see them now. It's this idea of just get it out, write it down, reflect. You know, people journal. There's ways around it. There's things to do. But it, it's having – if you've got these dreams and aspirations and this stuck up here, then – they're just stuck, but get them out there. Watch what happens. We change magically. Um, team, I'm going to wrap it up there. Becky, I have seen that, and that is vastly appreciated. But my internet is just about to go. My phone has died. My hotspot has gone. Um, so this is where I jump ship and love you and leave you, because if not, I'm going to lose absolutely everything. i will have to do this whole call again. So, team, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your evening, rest of your week. I will be in touch with you all individually on the back of this. Thank you all so much for your time. It is honestly really, really appreciated. Thank you for joining us, whether you are old, new. It means the absolute world to me. Um, and obviously, well done for setting some goals and get ready for what's going to be an incredible 2024. All the best. Thank you. See you later. See you guys. Good job.